Welcome to Smutty Scriptures, the podcast where three best friends gather together to explore the holy texts of fantasy romance novels. I'm Head Priest Blue Cromwell, and I'm joined by my sisters in sin, Cuttlefish and Purple Space Cat, to tell you all about our thoughts on this episode's sacred text. This is going to be Den of Vipers. We have read 1 through 35. And the end to the end of 35. We finished chapter 35. Through that- 1 through 35 means you read 35, right? No? 1 through 35, yeah. I would That's what I that. said. Yeah. It just makes my brain happy to say the end of. Okay, okay. Then we just have read through the one through the end of 35. I almost wanted Thank to say you. the one through the end of 34 just to see what you'd do. No! <laughs> Why don't you love me anymore? I do, I do. It's just fun. I thought we had something special. Listen. But yeah, we have read through Den of Vipers. This has been uh, a hot topic all over um, book talk, I would say. And we have some we have some general thoughts. I'm not sure if anyone wants to start. I've already kind of prepped the gang that uh, I have some <laughs> opinions about it. I, I think I I, I want to just start off by prefacing because <laughs> you're the one that uh, suggested this, this right. was okay. my yeah this was my pick <laughs> and I love you and I love you so much I. Uh, I, I just feel like you come into this book in the same way that you do with porn. Right. The plot is loose. Mm-hmm. <laughs> if there is one. It's, it's a loose plot. It's more about the sexual journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that, yeah. And I know this book starts off really rough. Sure. <laughs> really rough. And it yeah. gets better-ish, sort of somewhere around chapter 20 you, you just you just while. have to take you mm-hmm. have to take reality yeah and then just kind of like put it in a nice little neat ball and then put it in a shoe box and then put that shoe box under your bed mm-hmm. yeah because it lights <laughs> your feminism on fire mm-hmm. it lights your a lot of things on fire <laughs> but i it yeah it's a lot of fire yeah there yeah it's yep. just fire everywhere. I don't know if this would be called a dark <laughs> romance. I think uh, so. Yeah. Because I, when I looked it up, it wasn't labeled a dark romance, but it definitely toes the line if it's not. It has to be. It is. I'm calling it now. It is. And I, I'm not against dark fantasy. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the, here's, here's the thing. Blue, we know that you, you love those walking red flags. I even sent you a TikTok the other day that was just <laughs> some some person freaking out, like, "Oh my god, they're just inside!" Mm-hmm. But they see the red flag at the beach, right? And <laughs> I, like the literal quote that you guys have on your channels for when I pop in is, is "I've got a type, and it's problematic." I want to say my qualms with this work of literature, this holy text, if you will, is yeah. not with the themes. It's not with the overall. You know, I, I know that this isn't reality, and I know that this book is just. A fun little escape in fantasy. But when I tell you respectfully that this is quite possibly the worst thing I've ever read in my life, I need you to not take it personally. It's just, it's just, it's, I actually, I actually read some good read reviews because at some point I just was like, how are people talking about this? Like, like, what do they mean? And they're just um, really, really horny. Yeah. <laughs> I was I, trying to find a softer <laughs> word for it. There is no none. Black, We're nope. going right into it. <laughs> I pulled this particular Goodreads review that I think really encapsulates my general impression of Den of Vipers. I'd like to read that for you now here. It goes, When I was in year six, the day before my birthday, a bee stung me on my eyelid. The pain was agonizing, and my mom had to dig the stinger out of my inflamed, irritated eyelid while I cried. It was agony. 
And yet reading this book was nonetheless the single worst experience of my life. And when I saw... <laughs> and this is a real review, by the way. I'm showing... I know our listeners can't see this. But just so everyone, everyone sees these, uh, there's also God, I'm Not Your Strongest yeah. Soldier... <laughs> Uh, which I related to. Um, I don't even know what that means. But that's funny. <laughs> I knew this book was garbage. I didn't know it was a landfill. That was that one made me laugh. It's just listen. Okay, before we get into anything else, and again, I don't have a problem with the themes. I don't have a problem with dark romance and 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 that kind of thing. I actually have a lot of qualms with one. This is an expensive book. I know a lot of listeners here will do things like Kindle Unlimited. I know uh, it was free on Kindle. Exactly. So you went about that route. I like to have a good physical book <laughs> in my hand. And if I remember right, I spent twenty dollars on this on sale. This is like an expensive paperback. Like you can buy an Akatar paperback for half the price. The Not art is pretty. Them. That is true. I do like the art of it actually. However, there are a ton of printing issues there are a ton of grammatical little issues going on here that i hated i actually i was telling purple about this one sentence that just i i couldn't i couldn't stop myself i i bookmarked this sentence on page 17 this has to be like the first chapter total oh no sorry chapter four actually so we're getting far a little bit farther into it and when i read this let, let me read this out loud for my listeners who may or may not be deciding to read this book for the first time by the time the smell of sizzling meat wafts toward me comma i'm set up and ready comma so when cook pushes through the door comma juggling two plates comma i almost fall knees and worship him that is one sentence <laughs> that is that Listen, is one it's, it's very complex literature it's one <laughs> sentence and you have the audacity of every two seconds adding some type of like punctuation i actually had a lot of i was surprised that for those of you who who um might not have a physical copy i'm not sure if the kindle version was like this but every chapter starts off with a um the page is black with white ink and then it switches to like standard text after that. I actually surprisingly didn't have any issues as far as certain pages being lighter or whatnot. Um, well, I did. Oh yeah. I did. I didn't Yeah, really well have like that. parts parts of the page were lighter. So it would go like light to dark to light mm -hmm. in the middle of the paragraph. Mm -hmm. But it's the reason why is because this is a self-published book. Well, they this, should have published it better. This <laughs> This well, a, get good, bitch. This is a self-published book, um, kind of like Zodiac Academy. Um, they didn't go through any of the like Bloomsburg kind of thing. This is the where they they just threw that shit up on Amazon. The audacity to not pay for an editor and to sell this book to me <laughs> on sale. This is not. F I didn't buy this book at over twenty dollars regular price. That was the sale price to not even have this edited. There's like multiple moments where like the text is like running into each other or it says there's one sentence here. I know I locked in it somewhere, but I it literally just just puts the same word twice. It says fucking fucking something. But it's not for yeah. emphasis. It's not like a. You can tell it's yeah. just a. It's a straight up typo, and and that's fine, right? I want to support authors. I, I want to you know engage in new literature. I want to see what Book Talk is talking about. I love the community aspect of this, but to me, it's just like I mean, man, <laughs> that's my general impression. Sorry. Other mm -hmm. other than mm -hmm. the publishing issues, mm -hmm. let's talk about the story and the characters. The story being loose. Let's talk about the sex. Really, that's what we're getting into. So, well, hold on before you get to this. Oh, I actually okay. kind of like the plot. What? Okay. So, okay. 
Go Hear ahead. me out. Sorry, I shouldn't say I that. am one of those people you never want to watch porn with because I absolutely need plot to my porn. I do too. I need it as well. I also never pay for porn. <laughs> Can't relate um, there, but I get it. So whenever this has plot, like, I'm like, yeah, 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 sex, sex. Uh-huh. But like, who the fuck is betraying them? Like, <laughs> I want to know. Who in the triad is fucking this up? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, funny. who? Who could it be? Who could it be? Is it a security guard? Is it a person we know? Is it a person we don't know? I don't even. I, I want to know. I'm like, dude, I'm racking my brain too. Mm-hmm. No, not that kind of rack, dude. <laughs> okay, stop touching her rack. No, too late. No, we need. To, can we focus? <laughs> <laughs> I like the plot. Thank I, you. This okay. has been my TED talk. I read a lot of fan fiction. I grew up on fan fiction. So the idea of this whole, a woman is sold to a group of thing, that's very common, right? It's been done a million yeah. times before. Forced proximity, arranged marriages, whatever. All all of these tropes have elements mm. of this, right? But the, even just the idea of the selling aspect, it's in most, I would say, fan fiction. Not most, but it, very large chunk. So for me, I was just like, there's only one or two examples, I feel like, out of thousands that really make me enjoy this story more in that element. But I don't know, maybe it's just because I'm so burnt out on that trope because of fan fiction that it's just like, not that it was really done super well. But yeah, just a little um, cliche. I feel like the beginning kind of took off because they just kind of needed a reason for them to be together (laughs) they're like okay i don't know they like "Mm, do some stuff moving on yeah (laughs) and then like okay so now they're together we're gonna play with the pieces yeah i mean play with the like chess yeah well checkers (laughs) porn (laughs) it's not that complicated (laughs) (laughs) yeah that's probably fair (laughs) so they they just kind of were like, um, I don't know. They like, uh, do stuff. Okay, so now that they're all together in one place, yeah. they can't escape for reasons. Yeah. <laughs> just because. Don't ask about that. <laughs> in the beginning, I made, I made quite a few uh, tags where I was just like, really? Really? What the fuck? What the fuck? And then I was kind of like, you know, no. I can't read it like that. I cannot read this like I read Akatar. Like I read Zodiac Academy. Like I read, I hate to say this, but real books. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm Covers sorry. my mouth in shock. I, <laughs> I mean, I yeah. can't read this like I read real books. I read this like I read Porsche. Yeah. This is a safe space for all of our listeners. I'm sure there are going to be some of you that love Den of Vipers. And, 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 and Cuddle, I don't know how you feel about it yet. I'm, I'm waiting to hear some opinions. I know we've come in very hot, <laughs> very hot and heavy, so to speak, with, with our thoughts in general. But uh, this is a safe space. This is a safe space to everyone, even though we are going a little hard on the book. If you loved it, this is by no means individuals, listeners, or Cuddle. We love you. <laughs> we love you so much. It does not matter. It's just, you know, we get a little heated about our books. Let's just say that. I did not think, and I don't think that the writing is is refined. Sure. But I'm <laughs> able to overlook a lot of that. Mm-hmm. I'm able to look over grammatical errors for the most part. I mean, Zodiac Academy is the same way. I think anytime you self-publish, that happens. And I think that I've read enough of it at this point to just kind of be like, yeah, I kind of expect that to a certain level. and and. Well, first of all, when I first read this, I didn't know, like, I hadn't read 
ACOTAR, I don't mm-hmm. think. And so I didn't know what, as Purple called it, real books were like. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, so for me, it made me very upset in the beginning. It was very difficult to get through. It was very difficult to get through. And it, I, there were lots of times where I had to stop and I had to take a break because it just, especially in the beginning when it's very like rapey, it bothered me and it was really, really difficult. But I think, I think oddly enough, Diesel uh, is a character that I, I actually really like the character. Mm-hmm. And when he started kind of in his POV, kind of started to try to pull her out of her own head and like allow her to realize that she could work through her own trauma and that it's going to be okay that she can be mm-hmm. this version of herself. Like it's not one that I identify with obviously because they're a bunch of criminals and murderers, but from, from, from her point of view, like living in this world and having her meet other people who went through trauma in that same like maybe not necessarily the same fashion, but you know, having people who understand her and being able to finally feel like she's found her safe space. Mm-hmm. I think that was pretty cool. Sex was awesome. Uh, sure. But, well, yeah. some of it, some of it. Because Diesel's a lot. I can't, I don't fuck with that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll have to pick apart <laughs> that scene a little bit. That's not my, that's not my scene. But um, I, you know, I, I liked the other stuff. There were some parts that I liked. Like a lot <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> more than others, but I, I don't, I don't, I'm not mad at it, uh, but I don't think that this is the same category as like Akatar. I just don't feel like that's even fair to judge them on the same scale. That's like trying to judge a middle school choir with like Ed Sheeran and Taylor Swift. I just don't. There's just that's like saying who who do you like more, Taylor Swift or like Eminem, they're not even remotely close to this. It's they're completely different and you can like them both, but that doesn't mean that because you like one, you don't like the other. That makes sense. Yeah. I probably feel a little bit <laughs> less like, obviously I like looking at the plot. I'm not like, yes, this, this is a classic. This is, this is literature that will stand the test of time. This, this is true art or something <laughs> like that. I'm not like looking into it in that way, in that sense. But I also feel like in a general sense, in the same way we as a culture judge movies and that kind of thing, uh, often we have a rating system that's not dependent on um, genre, right? I mean, some people can look at it differently as an individual, but like if you're talking more like any movie rating website, any critic, whatever, it's all kind of the same spear, I guess I should say. Um, so while I don't expect it to be groundbreaking, I don't expect it to alter the course of my life. I think that harsh criticism sometimes is the best way to improvement as well. I would say, like, looking at Goodreads and whatnot, because I genuinely was like, I don't understand, like, what are the kind of reviews looking like this? And, and they're split. I mean, there's some people who say they love it, and you right. get people who say they would rather drink their own piss than read it again. So <laughs> <laughs> there's there's a lot of, there's a dichotomy here that, that exists that makes it, like, for most people, like a, like a three, three and a half. As an average rating across people who are giving it fives, which, uh, what do you mean? Uh, and then, you know, ones, which I also feel like are, are too harsh. I feel like one's too harsh, a five is absolutely not. <laughs> like, what do you mean? 
What do you mean? Have you never read another book? Five. Five no, out of five. This is like a solid 3.25. Yeah. That's, I would probably give it a two out of five, well, personally. I, I just went through all of my tags mm-hmm. on uh, Kindle. And if anybody else wants to read it on Kindle, I can tell you at about page 75 is where I was like, okay, I'm going to stop fighting this. <laughs> So up until page about 75, I was like, the fuck is this shit? The fuck mm-hmm. is that shit? And they're like, wow, that was fast. I'm like, no shit. Wonder why. <laughs> but then about 75, I was like, mm, okay, nope, I'm here. All right. Yeah. You know what? It's probably fine. <laughs> yeah. So if you're going to start into this book or, you know, you're having a hard time with it, I would stick through about 75 pages, see if that kind of gets better for you yeah you really do have to kind of hang some stuff on a hook over there Mm -hmm. to get through it but once you do i i really i really do love some of the things in here and some of this is fucking funny sure like the they make jokes they do in the book the the author and i was like dude that shit's Mm -hmm. funny and i kind of felt a little old <laughs> because <laughs> like they, they mentioned Ms. Congeniality and I was like, oh my god, I forgot all about Sing. Solar plexus, instep, nose, groin. And I was like, oh my god, that makes me think about my child. Oh my god, my childhood. Ooh, that's weird. Mm. <laughs> And then uh, just the fact that the guy's name is Kenzo, my brain for like a good hundred pages was like Kelso, 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 Kelso. I'm like, no, no, this is not that 70s show. (laughs) Kenzo, not Kelso. (laughs) I had to autocorrect that in my brain. Yeah, some of the some of the characters are interesting, at least. I mean, of, of the of the boys, I love Diesel the most for sure. No doubt. You know. He's he's like golden retriever energy. If you gave the golden retriever cocaine mm-hmm. and a lighter, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to cocaine oh, and a oh lighter. My God. Yeah. <laughs> so that that movie that's out that that cocaine bear that's the sequel is the cocaine guard dog with a lighter. Oh God, a franchise. <laughs> okay. I mean, they did Sharknado. I I mean, just saying. You know, hey, if you guys want me to be your big ideas person, give me a call. <laughs> we'll make this into a whole yeah, hit thing. Hit us up at the Smutty Scriptures Podcast Instagram. <laughs> I did. I, I did make a make a little funny on page. What for me was thirty eight. I was like, Kalena, is that you? Oh, <laughs> I came back into the room. I scanned the space looking for anything I can use as a weapon. And then they grab a thing from the the, the lamp from the table. And I was Damn. like, she just likes Elena for real. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I, I thought that was fun. I was like, I see you <laughs> reading books like I do. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I'm just going through here. Um, I love, I love the fact that she hasn't she named her bat mm-hmm. i was reading and i was like i'm i'm a cool named bat yeah i like that she named her bat i thought i thought it was funny it was very um harley quinn yeah suicide squad harley quinn for sure i think their apartment is gorgeous i think i want to make it in the sims <laughs> hell yeah i have a hard I, time keeping track of where everything is you know i was really surprised that they 
because uh, at first I was like, what are we doing? Is this why? Why is this a fantasy novel? As soon as they introduced her with silver hair, I was like, what do you what do you mean by that? <laughs> I was confused at first. I was like, wait, is this are we human or are we or are we dancing? Fae? I don't remember. <laughs> I don't remember. Is this human or fae? Yeah, I, I had that same moment where I was like, wait, what do you mean? What do you mean silver? I just pictured her as like uber goth girl. Yeah, I picture her more like a rockabilly. <laughs> You could still be rock goth. Yeah, but... I mean, she's supposed to be, like, punk rocker. I mean, we love the silver hair, to be honest. Agreed. So, of the four gentlemen of our Why Choose novel, I know I mentioned earlier, one my favorite's Diesel. But what about you guys? Do you have, like, a favorite? Maybe, like, a least favorite of the guys? I think Ryder's probably my least favorite. But that... Yeah. I I do like all of them in their own way. Mm-hmm. Although I would not ever want to have sex with Diesel. <laughs> sure. um, hard pass. Yeah. <laughs> hard pass. Or Garrett, to be honest. I don't think I'd want that either. But I, I could do the other two. That would be fine. I, I like them all for different reasons. Yeah, that's fair. I so think you... she does too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, we love a wide cheese. <laughs> it's, it's kind of weird because Diesel kind of gets to this place where he's almost empowering her pretty consistently throughout the book which Mm -hmm. is weird um because it comes from a weird place and it just it i i didn't really expect it because out of all of them i was like oh he's he's rapey that none of them do that and they say that repeatedly throughout the thing yeah where they like the fight they like the struggle but they don't they they need the consent because otherwise it's just not fun yeah um which, I mean, take that for what you will. It's a gray area anyways. Yeah, she was um, kidnapped. But I, you, there is a certain point to be said about the consent, for sure. I will. Say I yes. agree. I got a little spooked in the beginning whenever I thought that it was going to be rapey. Mm-hmm. Um, but I know you said to, to hang in there and that everything is consensual. So I kept reading and I was like... I mean, that's a really thin line, <laughs> it is, yeah. but we're not crossing it technically, so. Yeah, and <laughs> what did- Diesel ends up being, like, one of the sweeter ones. I agree. I think in real life, would I personally like to have sex next to a dead body with a knife in my ass? Probably not. Like, yeah, probably no. not on my list. <laughs> and I, there are very few things that aren't on my list. So for you to find something new, K.A. Knight, congratulations. Uh <laughs> I was not on my list, um, but I do appreciate how how sweet they are. The tattoo of of them together, essentially the symbolism of the viper and the and the bird, and them always being sweet and very protective. And and uh, even though they start off so strong, I guess I would say it's easy to forget about it. I guess later on as it goes for me. What did you guys think of the restaurant scene? I liked it. I I didn't have any strong opinions on it. I was just like, cool, I've done it. There's 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 a lot of these things here in this book that are I feel are first supposed to be for shock value, and I I think it just kind of drives home. I'm really 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 not vanilla yeah. because I'm like yep done that yep done that yep done that one too got close to doing that one yeah <laughs> like the knife thing done that except without the dead body yeah well everything except for the actual insertion of the handle been there but like that's the part that i don't like for me personally i'm like eh, even if i trust you never never did the um tattooing thing i don't think that they allow that in the tattooing shops 
No. No. <laughs> no, um, I, no, I, I don't suppose know they don't. <laughs> and, and I don't ever want anybody to tattoo me outside of the tattoo shop. Yeah. Uh, so I know that one, but not because it's too risque, just that um, I value not getting an infection. Fair. <laughs> they did, I have to say, I did I mark it? While she was playing with him in the knife scene, mm-hmm. he actually like disinfected the the knife, and I was that? like, "Dear God, thank you!" <laughs> because it drives me crazy whenever yeah. movies and, and books and stuff, and they they just like they get their food and they're talking, and they're like, "Oh my God, we have to do something!" And then they just walk away, and it doesn't show them putting it down or eating the food or anything else. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, "No." Mm-hmm. But like it, it, same same kind of a principle. I like I'm always watching for stuff like that. My brain will always notice it, and I noticed that I was like, "Thank God," because the, I was hmm. just gonna be worried the whole rest of the book mm-hmm. if she got a headache. I'd be like, "AIDS! It's AIDS! There's a problem! It's a bloodborne pathogen! <laughs> it's all because of the guy." <laughs> Yeah, that's fair. There's a little bit of intention to detail there. As far as the spicy scenes are concerned, there's, there's a lot of detail there. I would have to agree with you, though. As far as, like, a like a least favorite, I'm, I'm probably the least into writer, personally. Just not my type, in general. I'd say that that was probably a little bit hard for me, too. I don't really think, um, even going into it, like, okay, this is smut, I'm having a good time. The scenes themselves, like, as far as when we get into smut are good, but none of them particularly are my type, which is a little tough, but I would say writer's probably the least Followed by Kenzo, and then probably Garrett, and then Diesel on top, I would say. Kenzo is my least. Yeah, I can see that. It's it's too... I do... Okay. I do enjoy the fact that he provides aftercare. I do enjoy that. So I love that he got... Like, they cuddle for a little bit, and they have that support and that, you know, connection. And then they part... And then he takes her up there and he hands her to the aftercare person, Kenzo, and then he goes and takes care of himself. And I love that she gets the aftercare and that attention was still paid, but his version of aftercare and and mine are not the same. And to me, that's like super overbearing and like, like, yeah, like the bath (laughs) scene and everything. I'm just like, ew. Ick, don't touch me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I can see that. So I love that it happened. It's just not my flavor. That's great. I I really I, see he's he's my favorite. Now you guys hate him, but he's my favorite. Ryder. Ryder. Yeah. What I don't hate Ryder. Yeah, I don't hate him, but what 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 makes him on top for you? I'm a good girl. <laughs> Maybe that's why I like Garrett. He's like degradation king, so. He still degrades her, but he he's yeah. like, I'm just like, and I marked it several times. I'm like, daddy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Call me a good girl. I'll do anything <laughs> you want. Fair enough. He does, he's definitely that type. So I, I can see that for sure. See, and that is me. <laughs> she also mentions at one point, and I, I made a point to, to note it. He smelled like wood and mint. Mint, yes, that's your thing. I (laughs) don't know what else needs to be said. Maybe if he smelled like Dr. Pepper, I don't know. He only wore purple suits. (laughs) He only wore purple. Oh my god, he's perfect. (laughs) All he likes to watch Um, is Bollywood movies. That's it. 
<laughs> does he like does he like foreign film reading Checklist. books kept going <laughs> playing video games <laughs> so so he he is definitely my brand but I, I don't think that there's any of them that i wouldn't sleep with yeah mm. In real life, I would just need super hard boundaries. <laughs> yeah, it would have to be in a much different setting. For me, I don't think I would with any of them. I'd say Garrett would probably be the one if I was to go that route. He's probably but my second. I kind of like Kenzo. The only reason, because Kenzo's also toward the bottom for me. For me, I really enjoyed the first sex scene with Kenzo, with the betting and the cards and the whatever. I like that. I enjoyed how that whole scene played out in the sense of um, like the setup, like the car game, like that kind of betting, gambling kind of thing. I thought that was fun. I this is going to we're going to go pretty deep into the smutty side of things. So sorry, if this is way too explicit for our sensitive listeners ears. Uh, but like I, I like a lot of like the CNC and like the tricked in like that kind of category in general. So that kind of fit into that. So I was like, ooh, I'm getting a little spicier. But yeah, in general, that's the one thing saving Kenzo probably from being like bottom bottom tier for me. What did you guys think about some of their stories? Like you get Diesel's backstory. Mm-hmm. Did that make you like the character more or less? For me, it was just neutral, I guess. It didn't really, um, it didn't really <laughs> sway me in any way, negatively or positively, just kind of neutral. A part of me that is aware and real <laughs> and studied psychology is like, do not have sex with any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they need help. Yeah. <laughs> they don't need pussy. <laughs> yeah. But the part that, you know, hung all of that over in the corner was just like, he needs a blowjob. <laughs> uh, uh-huh. You're the only one that can reach him through your magical pussy. Hey, oh, if men can fix all of their problems with penises, why you know can't what? she fix all the problems with her vagina? You right. I am right. No, boss. I also <laughs> made a note of that in here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I did though. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm just going through here and looking at all of my <laughs> my notes because I made a heckin' many. <laughs> Fair enough. But yeah, for I me, did not dismiss you. <laughs> it was just kind of, you know, it was just kind of there. Uh, I mean, I'm interested in learning. We got a little bit because we read up to or, or to the end of 35. Um, if you will. So we have a little bit of Garrett's backstory. We still don't really have like all of it. I guess that one's probably since that's pretty much one of the last ones we have. I, I'm interested in it, I would say. But uh, yeah. What about you, Cuddle? I liked it. It's a safe space. Go ahead. I I liked was, it. Was I, like I said, like I was more than others or um, I don't know. I, I, I you know, there are certain parts that I in, enjoyed R- rather. OK, it, it's more like. To some degree, I feel like the author sort of understands certain things, Mm -hmm. which was nice. Like when they were eating in the restaurant and she hadn't eaten all of her bread and she was having kind of like a meltdown. Like, oh, God, like, please don't be mad at me because I'm not finishing my food. Mm -hmm. And (laughs) Ryder gets up and he just he like takes her chin and, and he says, breathe. And then he eats it for her. So she doesn't have to have that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's such a small three-sentence section. But for anybody who's actually, like, felt that moment and didn't have somebody there to help you in that way, 
Like that is, that's a lot. That's powerful for that kind of person or that kind of trauma. And mm-hmm. um, I think that there's several, several times where like, look, the author is not that great at writing. I, I think we all understand that. I think it does sound like, uh, you know, a very vanilla version of a lot of more darker sex stuff. I think that it does, you know, I don't disagree with anything that you guys are saying, but I, I do think that there are other redeeming things about it because I think that when you can look past all those things that there are pieces that shine through that some people can connect with. Mm-hmm. That makes makes sense. Like yeah. that that piece was one of them. Yeah, I love the scene. Uh, <laughs> like Garrett's the first one to realize that she flinches uh, with too yeah. quick of movement and things like that. Yeah, I think I think there's a sweetness to say that these characters are completely nothing. Would would be you know disingenuous? Are they becoming a little like maybe codependent at a certain point? Sure, sure. Do these people need like actual therapy? Yes, but there are sweet moments. <laughs> Like, Garrett's multiple times is, like, in his chapter point of views. Like, I love the fact that he purposely slows down his movements so she can see where he is before he touches her or, like, moves or whatever. And I appreciate that as well. Well, even even some whenever, like, we have their POVs and they have thoughts. Um, you know, I think this one is um, Diesel. And Diesel in chapter 18 says, I just... Just once, I want someone to match me, not to burn in my fire, but be reborn in it. And, like, again, I, I think the writing, you know, whatever it is, what it is. But I don't I don't think that's bad. And I think that that's, like, it helps understand him a little bit better. And mm-hmm. therefore, not helps us overlook some of the shitty things that they do, no. But, I don't know, I, I, I get it. it. It makes sense. Or another time when this is whenever he the their first in chapter seven or fifteen, it's the end of chapter fifteen in Diesel's point of view, he just showed her torture for the first time. And he says that I've pushed her a lot today, so I step back and I start talking. So he's even self-regulating, pushing her because obviously he says over and over again how where he wants her to be mm-hmm. but he's recognizing that like hey this is a lot for her so i have to take it at her pace and again it's it's you know yeah they're all fucking crazy but that's <laughs> like i've never had a man say that about me i've never had a man be like oh i should i should go at her pace even if it's something as simple as like you know whether or not i get stressed out going to the grocery store. And I, li- I like the fact that she several times, uh, you know, has like these female empowerment moments, whether they're from her own herself or they're brought on from the guys, like when they're walking in the strip club and, you know, she kind of takes control and the guys are like, hell yeah, like, you know, you go girl, but then like their own badass way, mm-hmm. whatever. Like, I thought that was pretty cool. Um and then whenever she's like not embarrassed of her body, like I wish I was like that. <laughs> I, I think there are places that are, it's like littered, sprinkled in. Yeah. Where it's just kind of like, ooh, I like this. And ooh, I kind of like that. Where it makes everything seem a little bit more human or it makes it seem more like what I wish life was really like mm-hmm. with some of the. The further you go, they just pay attention to her 
Mm-hmm. And like, just, 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 it's the simple things. Like when Ryder went out to go get her clothes and they came back and they all were her style. Mm-hmm. If I sent my husband out to go get me a shirt, heaven help me whenever I get mm-hmm. back. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. <laughs> you know, and he, I, I just, you just don't see a lot of that stuff all the time. And I, and I'm not saying that there aren't other literary works that have characters that aren't the same or better, yeah. But this specific one, it's nice that it's there. Yeah. I liked a lot of moments like that. The only thing that I didn't like, like, I loved the confidence. I loved that she doesn't really shy away from her body being as it is. The only thing I don't like about that is when they switch to the male POVs. And there's, like, always some lines about, like, oh, she didn't have any of those surgeries or blah, 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 or this. And I was like, bro, don't put don't put down women or anyone that decides to get procedures done. Don't do that. You can compliment Roxy's natural frame and her curves and her silver hair and her red lips even when she has no makeup on whatever if you want to compliment her and say she's she's a, that, that that's great i think that's fine i just wish some of the men didn't have that because i don't think it's intentional i just feel like the maybe the author again for me that's like one of those moments where there's good with the bad right which is kind of like this whole book for me where i'm like oh cool roxy's confident she's badass and she does this and she runs a business and she does this and then like the men in the story can be so misogynistic and it's like, don't, Roxy's not a better woman because she doesn't have, like, lip injections. Like, it doesn't, don't do that. Don't do that. <laughs> I mean, maybe it's right. I feel like I read that in the writer chapter and something else, which probably also put me off on writer a little bit. But it could have been other characters and I might just be misremembering. There's at least three of them. Yeah. So it's like, I feel like every dude in this has just about that same kind of, and it's it's kind of outwardly stated. And it's like, ah, do we got to do that? <laughs> Do we gotta bring down how people choose to celebrate their bodies? What, like, do we? <clears throat> do we? Do you have room to talk? Oh my god, so glad you don't have any, like, of these body-altering surgeries. You have a dead body in your basement. Like, literally. <laughs> like, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> what do you mean by that? You're out here performing surgery. Heaven forbid someone go to an actual doctor, Diesel. Like, god damn it. You know what I mean? So I, I appreciated it, but it came with a lot of, like, I... I I don't know. I'm not sure if I'm supposed to think these characters have internalized misogyny. I don't think I'm supposed to think that. I think that. I mean, I I'm not going to make an assumption because I don't know this author. I've never met them. I've never read their other work. But you know, that's that would be something I would work on internally if I was uh, K A Knight. What do you think about that? It did mark several lines in the book so far that I thought were just really raw and powerful, mm-hmm. and I was just like, damn. For whoever's line it is, like, holy shit, you absolutely um, are owning that. (laughs) Like, in the beginning, whenever she's deciding to not be afraid of them, Mm -hmm. and in my book, it's page 38, she says, vipers, bitch, please, I bite too. Like, it's so simple, and it's small, Mm -hmm. but it's, it's, it's defiant in its base form and it was one of the the most steadfast that that she was at that point mm-hmm. in her um defiance of them sure and i thought that that was a really strong moment for her character and on page 42 the line was, we all bleed the same color, and we are all just searching for something to make the truth of our souls disappear so we feel like good people. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah. oh. 
Yeah, very relatable. Oh, okay. I I feel like I had to walk away from that one. I was like, so. Uh. Yeah, yeah, this is this is a book you take breaks with. <laughs> yeah, I loved. I know I said it before, but on page seventy six, the uh, they said that. She hit me again. That woman, she's a fucking hurricane. <laughs> and I loved the imagery of her just being like, I don't know. I, I picture, I know it's a little weird, but I picture a kitten in a hurricane that's just like clawing and everything, like yeah. in the living room. I don't know why, but that's what I did. <laughs> and <laughs> that being her, I thought uh, the imagery was on point. <laughs> Yeah. I thought it was a little on the nose because isn't there an actual hurricane named Hurricane Roxanne? Isn't that a real thing? Oh, I don't know. Oh, I don't know. There's a quote on the internet. Somebody said that's like, uh, I'll show you why they name storms after people. And she took that literally. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently. (laughs) There's a line that says, uh, I paint them with the destruction of my fists. Yeah, it's gotta be Garrett. Garrett. Yeah. yeah. On page 77. No. Yes, actually, yes, that is Garrett. Uh I've mixed up Garrett and Diesel in my brain. Oh, <laughs> yeah, no, that's Garrett. It's <laughs> a very Garrett line. Because he's he's talking about um boxing. Right. Well, just fighting. fighting. I think it goes beyond boxing. <laughs> it, it well, yeah. He's a boxer. You are what you eat, so what? Oh, because uh, box word for pussy is another is word. Box. For- Oh yeah. Well, so he. If you're a box he muncher, didn't you, do be that a... yet though. Well, not at this. I point. think he's the only one that hasn't. No, he does. He does later. It's like brushed up. It's like brushed upon, but it's like in like the later chapters mm. when he's like holding her with the chains or whatever. But I thought that was another really vivid moment of her imagery. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see. I have a couple more. Diesel says, and they say we're scary. You should see you. It's fucking brilliant. <sighs> I thought that was hella supportive, and I was like, yes, yeah. King, thank you. If there's one thing Diesel is, he gonna he got support Roxy no matter what she do. <laughs> yeah. She could pretty much do anything in the world besides, I wouldn't even say hurt his brothers. She could do it, but she couldn't kill them. That would be the line. <laughs> <laughs> Everything else, fair game. Like, I I might love you. It might kill you, but, like, it'd be worth it, though. Mm-hmm. He says that a couple times. He didn't times. lie to her. Like, yeah, that's really good. <laughs> I had to catch myself coming away from that and be like, yeah, no, that'd be, that'd be probably worth it. <laughs> I'd be like, no, 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 no. no. <laughs> you sit back down. Not you. <laughs> like, this is not meant for you. Like the TikTok term when they're coming like, they ain't talking to you. Yeah. They're <laughs> talking to somebody down. else. Take the <laughs> leap. They're not talking to you. <laughs> yes. The last one that uh, I, I wrote down saying that it was a really strong and vivid line was on page two, 276 for me in the scripture and it says she's referring to herself as being the dead she's like but this dead she conquered the vipers she survived diesel she won kenzo and she sure as fuck ordered Ryder around he will be mine Mm -hmm. 
And I was like, Garrett, yeah, and- yeah, you get the giant teddy bear. <laughs> Go get him. <laughs> who's, who's currently high on cocaine? You get him. Go get him. <laughs> you tell Paddington the bear. He's got to calm the fuck down. <laughs> I just thought that showed so much strength. And I love a strong woman. Yeah. So I, I feel like what it is, is like, we need to write this book better. Yeah, because <laughs> we like bits and pieces. I, I feel like it probably has like one or two good bones. It's um, got some bones. It's got good bones. And no, no pun intended. <laughs> Speaking oh, of bones, I didn't even. I okay. This is completely just because he said the word bones. I <laughs> marked page two ninety two, which is in chapter thirty, because I was like, "What are you? Wait, what?" <laughs> Not necessarily a writing choice, but I was just like, maybe this is an expression that I'm just like not familiar with. But it says she comes through more times, twice in my cock and one of my men. This is Garrett's, uh, by the way, I think. By the time we're done, we are both boneless. Yeah, because you feel like jelly. Boneless? Like a boneless chicken wing? That's how you feel right now? We're both boneless? (laughs) Well, just a couple chicken nuggets. Leave them alone. (laughs) Like that is just such like a weird way. Like if you want to say, yeah, or like my legs are shaking. Oh my God. I feel like I'm having an out-of-body experience. However you want to say that. How dare you say we are both boneless, bro? (laughs) What do you fucking mean? I just imagine these two characters is like, (laughs) to become like muck. (laughs) They just walk around. They're both boneless now. I'm like, bro, where'd they go? <laughs> that's that's like uh, the vests, where she yeah. wears a lot of vests. And I had to be like, what the fuck? Is- <laughs> Why would you walk around? And then I Google vest slang British. And then I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's a fucking tank top. Yeah. Sorry. It's like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's like, a, like a wife beater tank top. She's I was a- like, oh, I think she's British. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Well, I pretty much just thought it was a like an actual vest, just with no shirt underneath. And I was like, "This is kind of like 2000s." It's cute. I did for a while. Yeah. I was like, "That is <laughs> such a weird choice." <laughs> yeah. So I'm glad and it's a tank top. Instead. Probably about like the third or fourth time, I was like, "Okay, no, I, I can't, I can't." So this can't mean what I think it means. Mm-hmm. And I googled it, and I was like. <laughs> No shit. I'm glad All you right. did that research for us because I still would be You're thinking welcome. she was in a t- like a fucking vest <laughs> with no shirt underneath. And I was like, that's that's a look. Okay. You are so welcome. But back to your point, Cuddle. Sorry to derail us completely. I, I agree. There's some good bones. I feel like people have compared this book a lot to The Four Horsemen, which I'm not familiar with the plot at all. No. Uh, but some people have compared it to that. So it, it wouldn't be impossible for us to find another wide choose. I love the wide choose genre. That would probably be a little bit more of what we like, less of what we don't. I am a little mad uh, at this book. Yeah. A little? Okay. Just a nope, little? That's not true. I am furious at this book. Is it because they said they were boneless? No. Right. <laughs> I am furious about something that happened on page 311. Out of everything that has happened, okay, that's that's like toward the end of, you know, our chapter readings. Mm-hmm. After all of the sex they had, after everything they did, they only just laugh about the one I wanted them to do, which was fucking on a bed of money. Yeah, they didn't actually go through with that, did they? No, they didn't fucking do it. And I was like, no, the one thing. You had one job. (laughs) There are 35 more chapters. (laughs) Rich people and sex. 
you had one job. It was literally there staring you in the face. Yeah. Did you guys speak? I, I was upset about that, too. I was like, oh, my God. Okay, bougie. Okay, give me crime, I gang, would, romance. Like, go ahead. But It would pay so much money. <laughs> Like enough to I, have sex on that pile of money. Would, that's <laughs> how much money I would pay. Yeah. <laughs> what about the sex I, scenes I that really actually do. happened? What do you guys think? Like, do you have a favorite? Like, did I? I mean, I know we have favorite parts in general as far as these actual par- character moments, but this is smutty scriptures. What about the smut? What's our favorite? What do we like? What do we not like? I enjoyed that restaurant scene. I thought it was pretty hot when Kenzo like made her lock eyes with each of the. Mm-hmm. dies and it she just kind of was like you know what fuck it we're just gonna do the damn thing and she let herself enjoy it and yeah. I, just, I really liked that yeah there's a power to letting yourself feel that i deleted it but i had that marked as a scene uh i've deleted almost like a bunch of notes three quarters of my stuff um as we've been going along but i made a note and i was like oh my god Odd. I I can tell you when I first read the diesel sex scene, <laughs> like when they're actually having sex in the dungeon. Right. I was not okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot. Uh, yeah, it was there it was very overwhelming. And you know, for someone like me, I was like, you're that goes where? <laughs> you're doing what now? Ow. <laughs> no, that hurts. Yeah. <laughs> Stop it. And I was I I learned something about myself that day, and uh, that was that I I I don't fuck with knife play, and uh, I believe I even texted um, you purple and was just like you know listen, <laughs> I remember that thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I can't do this. Yeah. Um, so that shit's hot. It's not for everybody. <laughs> that was though. the thing, and I I've done it, but not to that extent. I'm not. If you put a handle in me. I'm going to take it out of my own coochie and stab you. Like, how fucking dare you? I hate that. I thought writers... I always think writer scenes could go further. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just don't ever... I feel like... He also might, thinks they could go further. <laughs> yeah. But I feel like the they're just not... I feel like the author spent a lot of time on Diesel. Mm-hmm. Mm. And she yeah. didn't spend enough time flushing out like writer, for example. Do you um, think that might be the author coloring the book with their own kinks? Maybe. Could be. Maybe the author super into knife play and not really a good girl. <laughs> or maybe she's never done the other and doesn't know what it's like. So she was using her best imagination. Could be. I, I think there's a subtleness to writer, though. Like, where, I mean, obviously, Diesel does kind of steal each scene that he's in, if we're being honest. <laughs> he demands a lot of attention. That's uh, the retriever. <laughs> exactly. On cocaine. But I, there was actually parts, even though Ryder wasn't my favorite by any means, there were actually part of Ryder's stuff. Like, I, I enjoyed, like, uh, I guess I consider him, like, a soft dom, you know? Like, he's very, um, I mean, he can be more aggressive, but, like, I enjoyed the scene of making her crawl to him across the floor. I think that's great. Um, personally, love that. Did I love the whole scene? It wasn't my favorite. I'd, pr- I'd probably say my favorite was probably our first interaction with Garrett. Like, not the full-on... Um, the shower scene? Yeah. Not because I particularly enjoyed the shower aspect. Not because I particularly enjoyed anything about it. 
I was waiting for some type of, like, I prefer to watch or read more. Like, I watch a lot of female POV, and I really enjoy when someone is performing fellatio in those contexts. So I think it's very, it's very hot to watch. It's very hot to read. I enjoy it. In general, though, I, that's something that I was like, oh, my God, I can't believe I've read, like, a couple hundred pages, and you're not going to give me a single fucking blowjob scene? Come on. I was waiting for that. I was waiting for that kind of scene. I was like, okay, I'm ready any minute now and it took like chapters and i was like oh my god and then i got like one paragraph or two paragraphs and i was like fucking god damn it <laughs> bro please and then i didn't like i we got a little bit of that with Ryder again where he was like on the phone and she was doing her thing and i have done mm-hmm. that but it doesn't <laughs> like do anything for me like reading it like i'm like all right we're going somewhere crazy and then living like, it though. Yeah, and then he's I like, like on living the phone. it. <laughs> yeah, that's more fun than like I don't know. I just the whole like I don't know. I didn't like the fact he's like on the phone. He's like doing anything. I guess she's like, oh my god, I'm gonna see if you break. <laughs> but like, that's not really what I'm reading those scenes for personally. Again, listeners, maybe some of y'all are very about it, and that's fine. That's great. But for me, I was like, damn, just want one <laughs> scene where we pay attention. It's described in detail. Like, why are you on the phone, bro? Multiple times. Come on. There's a lot of detail. And I I will say I like having more detail in the scenes Mm -hmm. than, say, like, Actar or, God fucking forbid, all of the cut to black bullshit and fucking throw (laughs) in a glass. Yeah. Like, damn. Yeah, I get it. It's nice to have a, a, a change of pace. And I, I want to keep reading more books like this as far as the podcast goes in general. I want to read. This is Smutty Scriptures. I want to read Smut. But I just wish, I wish K.A. Knight did a little bit better by me. But that's just by me. I really just wanted them to fuck on a bed of money. Well, they don't. I'm there's 35 really more. upset. No, damn it. I was going to say there's 35 more they chapters. Son of a bitch. They heard one fucking job. God damn it. Because well, then you got to go to the bank and then you got to get all the money. And like a like, whole problem. Yeah. It. Like, what do you do? How do you decide money? Like, that large amount of money? Listen. Like, <laughs> there's a lot hey, of stuff. four of them. One of them could have had the forethought. <laughs> We do not have to read the rest of the book, but I will tell you there's only one part that's of the rest of the book that's actually worth reading. I think we should finish it. No, it's not. And you know that. Is it with the one? Shut up. I want to know who the bad guy is. Uh Who did the hire? Who betrayed them? It it actually is, like, important to a backstory. Mm. So if you're genuinely interested. Uh, I think I just broke my lighter. Oh, Diesel no, I didn't. never okay. allow that. Your I tiny know. taser? He would, immediately. He would uh, <laughs> Diesel would be so proud of me that I have this. <laughs> he would. He would. I, okay, I want to tell you, I actually Googled earlier and was on YouTube trying my hardest to find a soundbite of a, of any English dude Saying the words "little bird," <laughs> yeah, and I couldn't fucking find it. Yeah. I was like, "No, I just this is supposed to give me the feelings," and I'm like, "I can barely keep in my brain what an English accent sounds like." Yeah, that's funny. I wasn't reading it with that, that phrase. That makes sense. You probably should, but uh, I did. Not I even read it with I even accent. found the audio book. Mm-hmm. It's all in a lady's voice. 
And I was huh. like, you missed such an opportunity. <laughs> was it at least a, like an English accent on the lady? No, uh, she has some sort of an accent, but I don't think it's English. Oh, interesting. I was like, no, <laughs> you're <laughs> ruining nice. my day right now, lady. <laughs> I almost, I, I got to put it down. I almost tased myself. Oh, my God. Diesel would love that. <laughs> yeah, Diesel would love that. Do you think he'll? Do you think she'd tase me? <laughs> I will it's say, so I'm, hot. I'm waiting since this is a wide choose, and we just got to the end of our like chapter 35. That like the whole Garrett and Diesel little moment, which was great. Uh, when are they all gonna fuck? There, it, there has to be an orgy in this book. If you're telling me all these characters do not fuck her at the same time, what do you mean? How? How do you not have that in this book? I don't know I've done that too. I've just watched. <laughs> it it's uh, okay. So from personal experience, it's too much going on. Brain can't focus, can't enjoy. She can figure it out. I'm, all I'm saying is, you have okay. You have four guys. You have three holes to start with. Then you have and you hands. have hands. You yeah. have hands. I mean, I or you could so. have two in one hole. You could stretchy. <laughs> Make it work. It's like a little team up. You're trying to tell me so. that Roxy's never wanted to see Paris? Never wanted to see the Apple Tower? <laughs> nice. Come on, bro. I I'm I if I can't believe that that doesn't. Yeah, well, except no no Kenzo and and Ryder. They I don't want them to kiss. They're legitimate brothers. I mean, yeah, no, they can't be involved with each other, but I mean, they could both I mean, just put I them mean, on the opposite ends. One like spit roast? I'm down, but like Eiffel Tower with the not not the brothers. <laughs> well, they don't kiss. They can just, like, high-five or something. I mean, I, uh, okay. You yeah. can high-five as the Eiffel Tower. Yeah. I don't... I don't... Maybe? Maybe there is? I can't remember. Well, oh, I thought you were saying, I don't... Maybe? Do I know what's going on right now? <laughs> no. I'm just... I'm trying to remember. I feel like maybe I there was, but then I feel like, no, that they didn't do that. I'm going to be very disappointed if we get to the end of this book and there's not one, like, mass scene. I feel like I would have remembered that. I feel like, like they're really, really comfortable with each other's penises. Especially Diesel. And I don't, well, <laughs> not, I mean, Diesel is, Diesel is Diesel. I'm, no, he doesn't count. Yeah. It's, it's like the others, they're just like, yep, that's his dick. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm just... I have never met a man that's just like, yep, that's his penis. Why? I have met many men, and uh -huh. I've never met anybody with a penis that is that okay, unless they were gay. <laughs> that yeah. was that okay. Oh, with, well. Um, yeah, go ahead. Okay, actually, yeah, there is. Nice. I will also say, though, as far as that being unrealistic, so is the idea that these men pay attention. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, yes, we've yeah. known you for two minutes of like a literally up to chapter thirty-five. It's been a week, y'all. It's been a week of Captain. Hey, they are falling in love with her. You leave them alone. Quickly. But they're like, yeah, we already know your style. We already know like what size your bras and underwear are. <laughs> we like they haven't memorized. Like they're very like there's are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Show me any man who's ever understood what bra sizes are. The minute you they ask how big your boobs are or your bra, like you throw a number out there, they're like, "What the fuck does that mean?" Uh, <laughs> like that. I mean, I feel the same way about their pants, though. <laughs> I, mean, I have yeah. no idea what size pants my husband wears. Yeah, I'll say I'm I'm hoping for one group scene at least through the whole text, and for for purple's sake, I hope we figure out who betrayed them. 
Yeah. I hope that we find yeah. that out for you. I, I truly am interested in the book. They will scatter along a little bit of crumb of plot around the smut. And that's... <laughs> Actually, that's the back of the book is kind of plot heavy. I can't tell that that'd be good or bad. I can't tell mm. if I'm going to be like, yay, story. Or if I'm going to be like, we ain't fucking anymore? What's going on? Well, I think there's probably going to be both. Let me guess. Let me guess. Roxy you gets take your kidnapped by another group, and they all fight to get her back, and then somehow they all arrange to they fuck after that. That's that's going to be where the group orgy scene is after that. There's no fucking way she's going to get her freedom. She's going to walk around, do her thing. Somebody's going to grab her ass. That's how they're going to figure out the whole betrayal plot. And then they're going to get her back to safety, and then they're all going to fuck. Tell not me right lie. now. I didn't listen to anything. <laughs> Just... Tell me right now that's not the plot. Tell me right now that I didn't nail that. So I, I believe that they have the group orgy thingy first. Right. Okay. So I am 100% right in assuming that that's going to happen. She does, yeah. Yeah. And that's really going to solidify them as a group. <laughs> Just, I love that. I love that for us. I had the events out of order, but I, I, I knew what was going to happen. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my goodness. We're going to have to mark spoilers for the last half of the book for people reading along with us and be like, hey, or I'll find some creative cuts or something like that. But yeah, that's my that's my prediction, at least that we're going to get at least one more really fucked up diesel scene. Probably. Cool. Love it. Might as well. That's about it that I have. Is there ever slow, meaningful sex? Well, I feel like that's missing. The only person you're probably going to get that from is Kenzo. So... No, I feel like I feel like once you get past all the bullshit, you could get that from Garrett. Maybe, yeah, uh, maybe. Because he even he even says at one point, whenever they're on the bed together having sex, that he wants to do that. Yeah, but will he? I think that we will get to dive into Garrett's past. I think the closest thing we're getting to, like, slow, casual, like, a making love type of scenario is just Garrett being the only one to not immediately slam his penis into her. He was the only one who was like, I'm I'm bigger than the other guys, so I'm going to go slow. Everyone else is like, I slammed into her one thrust, and she screamed. And I'm like, okay. All right. Okay. This is fine. I mean, that is pretty typical. Right, exactly. But that I think that's the closest we'll get to cat or slow intimacy. I didn't necessarily need it to be intimate. It could just be intense. But not violent. Um, I mean, I... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so whose pick is it this, uh, this round for lay of the day? I think it needs to be your pick since you picked it. Mm, that's a good... If, if we're not doing series, it makes more sense to do that that way. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> and yes, listeners, we have gone from Bay of the Day in our lovely Throne of Glass novels <laughs> and being very romantic and sweet to Lay of the Day to fit the tone of today's reading. <laughs> <laughs> well, if we're judging just based solely off of the sex scenes only, mm-hmm. that counts immediately diesels out for me. That's fine. I mean, uh, fair. I don't think anybody's gonna get mad at you for that. I think it's no. I I think it's Kenzo. Kenzo's the lay of the day. Really? Yeah. Hi. I was sad for my vagina. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Listen, he's trying his best. They had a fun little date at the casino. I don't know. They're trying their best. I mean, I did like the casino. See? See? 
It's just the rest of everything about him. <laughs> I see. I even liked. I even liked the uh, the hallway. No, I did not like the hallway. Uh, I, I like his hair. You. <laughs> Oh my god! You liked his hair. Wow. I like. I like his hair. Yes, yes, I do. Nice. That's Fair enough. That'd be my pick. Fair enough. Nothing wrong with Kenzo. I'm sure there's a lot of people that love him. And honestly, he's really not that bad. I was going to say there's also an entire section of other books Ka Knight has written since you love her so much. That Nine is one. absolutely not in my Kindle version. You jerks. Nine one one. I have an emergency. <laughs> Call Sorry. an ambulance, but not for me. For K Knight. <laughs> we want to thank you guys for listening. This has been Smutty Scriptures reading Den of Vipers, one through the end of 35. One of our next episodes here, we're going to dive into the rest of the book. We still have another 35 chapters to go. As you've heard, we have some predictions. We have some thoughts. So we'll see where that goes. Um, I want to give you guys uh, a shout out for working so hard on the Instagram, by the way. It's a newer thing, depending on when this episode comes out. Uh, we actually have a Smutty Scriptures podcast Instagram going on right now where you'll see some updates on our future projects and whatnot, which you may or may not have discovered this episode uh, from one of those updates. But besides the point, uh, these two, Cuddle and Purple Space Cat, have been working so hard on all of that. And I really appreciate it. We got we got our YouTube channel going for Smutty Scriptures. Appreciate the follows on there. Um, we got our uh, Instagram page now where we're still promoting Dual Minds Co. options uh, as far as these designs that these two have worked on. A lot of Throne of Glass, a lot of Corona Midnight, and uh, even some Zodiac Academy designs now. So there's uh, quite a variety there for you to check out. And again, I just want to thank you guys for being here. But church is adjourned. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> <laughs>